Good evening, world. This is the podcast, Acid Pass, and your host is Laura Cattell. Welcome back. Doing a lot better today. My back is no longer feeling like somebody's trying to stab me repeatedly. I can sit up. That's good. Progress. Um, so we did a quick one yesterday, really quick one. And uh, we went over past seeing, beyond believing, and who or what is the universe, basically. The universe is everything, including you. You are not separate from anything. You are the same energy, the same material, if you were, or as it were, as everything around you. Energy. Everything is energy. Even that which you consider solid matter is simply energy vibrating at a rate too slow for you to notice. Interesting bit of point. Um, The reason why crystals are so fascinating to so many people is because energetically they're vibrating at such a rate that they should not be viewed or handled as matter and yet you can pick it up you can craft it into things to our physical senses it appears as matter but vibrationally and energetically scientifically it doesn't make sense because according to science they're vibrating at such a fast rate that they shouldn't be matter, which of course explains why there's such a fascination with crystals all over the world. Because we love something that we can't truly understand. It fascinates us. We have to find out. We have to know why. Maybe we'll find out why. But, um, interesting fascinating point about that, okay? So, you are the universe. You are God. You are one of the original adventurers. You are operating within this physical realm that you have created so that you could go experience physicality. So that you could go experience this thing you call reality. Time and space, aging and laughter and sadness and joy and depression and all of these other weird and amazing things that you can't do when you're just energy. And I do apologize, it's um... It's going to be rather loud outside. If anybody wants to throw up a prayer or uh, an intention, I will admit I've been rather... I mean, even the best ones. We can get off of our game a little bit every once in a while. So if uh, anybody's listening, I'd appreciate a, a somebody throws up a prayer for my house to get sold quickly. And I'm just going to resign myself to the fact that because I was so busy, I wasn't in the space to keep the visualization that I wanted. That I was hoping for, my end result, as it were. So. Alright. I appreciate it. Thank you. And who knows? Maybe the universe is keeping my house from selling quickly because if I do that, something else even worse will happen. You don't know. Yeah, it's annoying, isn't it? I apologize. Okay. So we're going over infinite possibilities with Mike Dooley. Oh, goodness. Okay. And I do believe we left off yesterday at The Game is Rigged. 
after going over yeah we did okay so going over in this particular chapter which is chapter six we're on chapter six oh goodness okay so why don't we just start at chapter six yep there it is magical universe okay so we're going over what is the universe why is the universe what does the laws of the universe and all that sort of stuff and then still on the other side of the universe there is the the uni the the divine mind outside of the universe so you take the universe with all its complexity and outside of the universe there is still the divine mind that ended up creating the universe and everything within the universe including you including the floor you're sitting on, including the birds singing outside, including the pebbles that you're stepping on, including every single grain of sand. It's so vast and complex, you can't grasp it. We attempt to, but you can't grasp it, not, not really. Not in its totality, not in its entirety. Which is why it's always stated not to mess with the cursed house because it is such a complexity you can't possibly extrapolate out all the little nuances that it takes to get you from point a to point b so just like plugging into your gps you start with your end result and then you work backwards it plots out all the best routes for you to take Okay? Even if you make a wrong turn, just like GPS. Oh, you made a wrong turn. Turn here next. Okay? So that's a little bit brief recap. And we're going to start today at The Game is Rigged. And before I go any farther, my shout out to the restaurant industry. All my guys and gals out there in Foodland. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for all you've done. Thank you for all you continue to do, and if you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed, I'm begging you, I'm pleading with you, please don't do something you ta can't take back. Go take a walk, take a bath, take a shower. Listen to some awesome music. Do something. But don't do something you can't take back. Don't quit. Don't you dare quit. Okay, so the game is rigged. Granted, it may seem a bit naive to be naming or purporting the purpose of creation from within the creation, when we ourselves are seemingly feeble, mortal, lost souls who have so far done little more than master our physical senses. Yet, wouldn't it be even more naive to completely abdicate ourselves from speculating on the meaning of life? Isn't it equally absurd to unquestionably upset? <laughs> I screwed that one up. Isn't it equally absurd to unquestioningly accept what our equally naive forefathers have told us about the reasons for our existence? Especially when those reasons made little sense in terms of the beauty, love, and compassion that is apparent everywhere in life? And wouldn't this be especially true when some of the quote-unquote older schools of thinking claimed we're here to be tested and judged and should we fail those tests which were quite impossible to pass be condemned and rejected forever and ever 
Such views were virtually all taught by leaders and chieftains who clearly had an unspoken agenda with which to control and at times manipulate the masses. Are they not the ones who use their views on the meaning of life to conquer, slay, and divide? Mm. Okay, so <clears throat> it brings up an excellent point. Now, that being said, before I go any farther, all right, we've already gone over beliefs and just how powerful they are. But individuals, all right, there is a learning curve. All right, and there are some basics that we understand now that they kind of understood then, but didn't really have the terminology to put it into proper explanation. Okay? Repetition of any narrative, good or bad, will carve a belief into your subconscious. Okay? That belief can serve you. That, can, that belief can hinder you. Okay, for example, the belief that you're unstoppable means you're probably going to have the confidence inside that you're going to tackle anything and if you encounter an obstacle because you think you're unstoppable, you're not going to see it as a problem. You're going to see it as a learning solution or a, a learning lesson or whatever. Words are failing me miserably right now. Okay, but if you have a belief that money is evil, you're not going to earn much of it. Consequently, keeping you very frustrated, poor, and constantly feeling like you have to fight for survival. Okay? So, beliefs are powerful. And religious leaders know that. Okay? The other issue is, which I just mentioned a, little while, uh, a few seconds ago, is the learning curve for some people. Alright. When you're running things... Actually, I'm going to take that back. How do I want to put this? It is the same reward, punishment, matrix that every single employer around the world uses. Every single one. Okay? In so much as we need to be free to follow our own desires, our own dreams, we need to develop some sort of order. We have to have some sort of order, order or we go nuts. Okay, case in point, the alphabet doesn't really need to be in any border, in, in any order. It doesn't need to go A, B, C, D, E, F, G. G could be before the A. The A could be after Z. It doesn't matter, legitimately. But we need it to be in order. Because we're not just creative brain. We're not just logical brain. We're both. If we don't find a way to strike that balance, it's chaos. And so, while established religion probably didn't do humanity too many favors by teaching, um, you know, if you don't believe like this, you'll go to hell, um, those along the, those lines, we did need some sort of rule-based structure in order to grow. 
Okay. You understand? Alright, from knocking off tasks to assigning things to waiting in line to queues, you know, Q U E U, Q E U E, Q. You know what I mean? Sitting in line, waiting for your turn, okay? We need some sort of a structure. Not to box us in, but once we realize the rules, once we realize the boundaries, we can then eclipse them. It gives us a framework within to focus in, rather than too much to try and figure out, as we went over earlier in the book. So, you know, back then, I mean, it really was, really was chaos. You had, uh, you still had warlords in China and Japan, and they were fighting each other. And it was just absolute hands in the air, whoever you ended up having to be on their land. And you had to follow their rules. Okay. Not just creativity and freedom. And it's a little complex, and I don't know if I explained that properly, but I hope you can understand where I'm going. We didn't have... Not just the mental capacity. We didn't have the language, we didn't have the progress, we didn't have the research, we didn't have the medical knowledge, we didn't have any of the equipment necessary to back up what anyone said. It was take their word for it, or at the end of a sword. You're gonna take my word for it or I'll kill you. Now we have means and the wherewithal to really research and dig down and figure out, okay, is this guy actually telling the truth or maybe he's just feeding me lies? So it's it's progress, it's evolution, okay? We're, we weren't in that place back when these rules were first created. We are now in a place to understand that maybe those rules don't serve us that well anymore. And not to completely diss them, but to expand and ascend out of them. Okay. I hope that made sense. Because there were so many, there's so many facets to that, and I don't think I kept caught on nearly enough of them. I just caught on a couple of them. Okay, so back to the book. As with all, excuse me, it gets loud and then it gets soft and I don't know why. All right. Oh, excuse me. Okay. As with all new ideas, there are nuances you may not yet have considered that may take some time to digest. However, by turning within, by listening to your heart and your own instincts, and by moving with your own agenda to understand reality and to liberate yourself from falsehoods, you can connect these stray dots with only a few strides and find great peace and empowerment. Though it may have dawned on you already, I must note that what I'm about to share might sound contradictory to most people's view of the universe or even to what I've laid out so far. 
in all our affairs, the universe, while infinitely loving and caring, cannot and will not trump your own abilities, interfere with your manifestations, or otherwise intervene as your life unfolds. Mm. As an analogy, consider a parent who sends a willing and enthusiastic 15-year-old to camp for two weeks so that the child might learn independence, social skills, and responsibility. How effective would the adventure be if only a few days into the program, the parents showed up at camp, behind the scenes, and began meddling in the child's affairs to ensure success? Of course, if things at camp began going very poorly, there would be a need for the parent to intervene. Yet, in time and space, however poorly things might appear to be going, as the eyes and ears of God, as divine ourselves, we not only have the phenomenal ability to change our fortunes on a dime through the proper use of thought, word, and deed, but no matter what happens, our return home, our salvation, is guaranteed. You could say we are loved so much that no matter how scarred, bruised, and battered we become, the system has been set up in such a way with so much love that we cannot hurt our eternal spiritual selves. The game is rigged in our favor. All right. So that's a fantastic analogy right there to explain what he was saying. All right. In order to learn independence and to learn how powerful you are, you have to be the one that does. Okay. Let's say, for instance, and we'll we'll use a little bit more of a metaphysical term here. Let's say you're trying to learn how to ride a bike, right? Everyone can tell you their their own version of how to ride a bike, but you. Excuse me, I got hiccups there for a second. Oh. <clears throat> All right. You have to figure out how to find your balance on your own. Now imagine if instead of finding your balance on your own, the universe sent a wind to prop you up on your bike so that it had the appearance of you staying upright without you actually having to figure out or do anything. Okay. That's a little bit of what he's trying to explain there. You have to figure it out for yourself because you, you on your own are unbelievably powerful. The universe will not step in because if they do, that even if for an instant, that means that you are not as powerful, that you are not in control. That means they're in control and they're not, you are. They being um, whoever it is you pray to on the outside and the universe at large, independent of yourself, not with yourself. Do you, under do you understand? It can't intervene. Because then you wouldn't have complete control over your own destiny. 
even if it intervenes in a moment, in an instant, in a second, it completely overrides the entire concepts of you having control of your own destiny, your own self. You are powerful beyond measure. It can't. For the exact same reason that if you're going to send your child to a camp, you can't show up a few days later, send a child to a camp to um, learn independence. They can't learn be learn being independent if they're not actually being independent. As scary a thought as that is, they have to screw it up. They have to fall. They have to falter. They have to fall down so that they can learn how to fix it themselves, so they can learn how to pick themselves up, so they can learn how to persevere in the face of adversity on their own, to truly be independent. You can't interfere. Consequently, that's one of the biggest problems parents have with their kids, because parentally, you want to reach out there and go, no, don't, don't do that, please, that's going to be dangerous, oh god, I can't watch. Alright, so, and I hadn't gone too much farther in the book, so, <laughs> consequently, back to the book. Besides, if the universe could intervene whenever we became scared, how could we ever, ultimately, experience our own power? How could we ever discover our true nature and heritage? You might answer, well, we could be shown. But that is not the nature of the adventure we have chosen. Or you might say, well, we could be told, but prophets and seers since the dawn of time have been telling us. Yet they were typically run out of town on a rail, often by the very organizations who claimed to be the keepers of the truth. And while oftentimes parts of their messages were embraced, Rites, rules, and rituals were tacked on later, as were the significantly flawed interpretations of earning, deserving, and sacrifice. In this lifetime, the next, or the ones after, everyone eventually passes go and collects $200. In the meantime, however, we are all entirely responsible for ourselves, our manifestations, and our own happiness. It's the ultimate responsibility, a responsibility that was bestowed simultaneously with our receiving the absolute power to have, do, and be whatever our heart desires. The ultimate power. But lest you feel alone, tiny, and inadequate, do not forget that you are infinitely more... Oh my goodness, hold on a second. So I'm using my laptop to do music and I've been building up my professional profile. <clears throat> and of course it attracts the usual peoples and I'm sorry to anybody listening out there, it is rude to just call somebody out of the blue on Facebook Messenger that you've never met before. Please don't do that. Anyone listening, please, please don't do that. It is really, really rude. Um. <laughs> Goodness gracious. 
Alright, so, where, where was I? My apologies. My absolute sincerest apologies. <laughs> That's okay. But lest you feel alone, tiny, and inadequate, do not forget that you are infinitely more than you've been taught. That you now have the ability to command all the elements to do your work. Because you are those elements. To metaphorically summon legions in the unseen to come to your aid, as all are extensions of yourself, and to literally move mountains, as they are just part of the illusions you've believed in. The entire universe conspires on your behalf, using the principle of thoughts become things, to draw into your life whatever you have the ability to believe in. Oh, that last line right there. To draw into your life whatever you have the ability to believe in. Okay, that's the secret ingredient to all of it. Really, right there. Can't be stressed enough. And unfortunately, the... Hmm, I don't know if I want to call it the current culture, but... I don't, I don't like putting scapegoats to things. There seems to be an overabundance of people who don't believe they're worthy or worthwhile or deserving of the dreams and the aspirations that they have in their head. What does that translate into? A belief that they don't deserve it. A belief that they are not worth it. A belief that they are worthless. Well, guess what? You believe it? Ta-da! If you believe you're worthless, you will not accomplish anything. If you believe you are undeserving, you're not going to get anything. And the more you don't get anything, the more you believe that you're somehow worth- It's just this self-deprecating, self-defeating spiral downwards. But the same mechanics can also propel you Upwards. It's simply repetition. Alright. I was, um, writing a post this morning. Actually, I'm, I'm putting it in my, um, my, uh, my, uh, my book. Is that they did some fantastic, right, between, from the early 60s until the late 80s, they was, there was really this amazing explosion of research into the mind and what it's capable of. And some fascinating experiments were done um, all around the world, some in Russia, some in India, some in the United States, and the conclusion that they drew from this is repeated information, all right, if one narrative, either positive or negative, it doesn't matter, one narrative, one story, one thing, repeated over and over and over and over again, it takes about three to four months of doing that before you're going to believe it so concretely. Anybody that introduces information to the contrary, you will immediately dismiss it as false. That is how powerful belief is. And that's where we get the term cognitive dissonance. Is when a belief is so powerful that it will not allow any information in, even if it is truthful, even if it is factual. 
That's how powerful your beliefs are. Okay? So start developing beliefs that serve you. You don't necessarily have to go find the ones that aren't. Because if you develop ones that are positively serving you, strong enough, they will override and eventually eclipse, drown out, and obliterate any negative beliefs you had previously. Oh, goodness. Okay. So, we will come back tomorrow at Surviving is So Last Year. And we will do our two-minute brain break. So go ahead and get in a little stretch and a little wiggle. And we will get in our two-minute brain break. I gotta say, I missed you guys. I've gotten so... Un I've gotten so looking forward to podcasting. My back was literally killing me. I couldn't make it out of bed. I felt so unbelievably useless right then. My legs could work. Independent of my back. My arms could work. I could see straight. I could think properly. But I couldn't move to save my life. Instances like those are good wake-up reminders. Either physically or from the universe. Of one... You need to take some time off. Two, you need to get into better physical shape. Because when you do, it tends to prevent those things from happening again in the future. Alright. So, I'm, I'm doing both. I took my time off, I made sure I healed properly. And, uh... I'm giving it a couple more days. Because uh, it's just one of those things you don't want to push. Because if you push right away, um, well, uh, you end up making it even worse, and it takes even longer to heal. So I'm giving it another couple of days, and then we're going back to the gym. I'm actually looking forward to it. Okay. Enough rambling for me. Alright, go ahead and close your eyes. And let's take a nice, slow, deep breath in. Just let your awareness settle into the space.
guys. Let's keep it real simple today. Alright. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your evening. That's the podcast, that's the press. Good night.